Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening and making Berhantu your choice of podcast for anything horror. Um this episode is going to be a journey of over 30 years so I really hope that you guys are buckled up and ready and prepared to go on this journey with me. Um I've had the pleasure of actually meeting um the daughter, the two daughters and also the younger brother of this uh, very special lady um who I I um feel is you know how sometimes some of us are just chosen you know to just go through difficulty in life you know um and I think she's one of those people because the stories that I've heard you know in the course of the conversation that I had with the two daughters and the younger brother was enough to make me sympathize with this with this kakak lah you know um and i really hope that she finds the strength to continue and that all her um all all the things that's been happening to her would actually um stop you know or end pretty soon because um it has been going on for the last 30 years and i think enough is enough lah you know i think but i mean again the 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 daughters are like i don't think it's ever going to get better but i think we are just coping with it easier these days so it all started so this story is about a woman lah you know who has been um i would say um i wouldn't use the word possessed but i think there's something living inside her okay now it all started when she was probably 15 or 16 years old um the younger brother of this kaka was just sharing with me lah you know i went to their house actually um and we had dinner and we were just talking about it but she was not present lah because i was at the younger brother's house who was a friend um when she was 16 or 15 they went to go on this rombongan trip you know how last time there's always like uh, rombongan trips to melaka lah pergi um pergi kelantan pergi terengganu pergi kl you know so it was one of those and she was in the bus um with a few of other family members okay and i think one of them was the elder sister and a couple of makci and all that so her parents uh, was not in singapore her parents was in india they were going on a holiday in india so i think it was a school holiday so she said that i didn't want to follow them to india so i went to kelantan with my grandmother and or this this kakak said like that, that she she went there with the grandmother and the kakak and all that so halfway through the journey in the bus they decided to stop somewhere now i'm unclear whether it's aikro or aitam i'm i'm too lazy to check my laptop but apparently it's it's uh, there is a, there is a mosque a very famous mosque that's by the expressway so she said that Um so that's so the, the the younger brother said that my sister wanted to go and pee you know at this point of time dia uh, datang hit she was having a menses so um the rest of the family members and the rest of the people in the bus went to the mosque to pray so she was alone and she went to the toilet so after she finished relieving herself she went up to the bus as nothing happened like as normal and then everyone else boarded the bus after around the solat and all that so they continued on their way to kelantan right Shortly after that she started crying. Okay, she started crying and they didn't know what was happening to her. And there was one person in the bus that was maybe I think he was just someone who is quite sensitive to these things whatever. So he like sort of inter- interrogated her like you know she did an interview for her like, not an interview like macam was just asking like what was happening and all that. So after much um asking 
he came to a conclusion that she was possessed and something is following her, you know, because this thing said to her, or rather this kakak told him in the face, like, aku tegak atas bus sekarang. I'm on top of the bus. So everyone in the bus became very quiet. And then they were like, okay, you know what, it's okay. This guy who came forward said, I'm not, I'm not trained enough. I don't have the necessary skills to do ex- exorcism. But it's okay. Once we reach Kelantan, we will find an ustaz to do it. Alright? So they did reach Kelantan. And they found out that the, this person who actually inhabited her body was a young lady. Nama dia cantik. Okay? And she died in a car accident right in front of the mosque so dia cakap um, muka dia pecah alright and her family members are nowhere to be found so she's been standing in front of the mosque waiting for a friend and when she saw this kakak who was 16 years old then she said eh this is a friend so she followed to cut things short this um, spirit was being asked to leave and all that. So this kaka went back to normal. So throughout the three days, two nights that they were in Kelantan, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary happened. They was just um, they were just having they were just having their own um, holiday and all that, you know. So balik Singapore, you know, dah sampai Singapore, right? They didn't know that this thing followed her back to Singapore. So, what happened was, bila, when they went to meet this ustaz who was doing the exorcism, the spirit left, but the spirit actually stayed in the bus. So, when they went back home, the masuk balik dalam badan perempuan ni. And wha- how they all know this was because when they were asking the spirit what was happening, this was what the spirit said. Aku tahu korang nak aku keluar Aku sengaja duduk dekat atas bas Bila korang dah balik Singapore Aku ikutlah I said that But through this woman So now Now The parents from India is coming back Okay they finished the 3 days to nights But they said that We need to go back So the, the yang, yang tukang obat dekat Singapore ni Right Said that We need to go back to the same place To ask her to leave Right To ask her to leave and so they went like they chartered like a van I, I believe they chartered either a car or a van the whole family went back to that same spot to that same mosque and they 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 they, they talk to the person who's 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 in charge of the mosque check up they're saying like this, this, this thing happened lah you know and we are here because we want to release back the thing and all that so the guy was like oh okay I mean yeah I mean as long as you don't put it inside the mosque it's okay lah you know I mean whatever you want to do you want to do so they did like a ceremony like by the by that by by in front of the mosque by the expressway and all that so benda ni dah, dah balik ke, dah pulang kat sana tau dah balik okay dah balik kat sana now remember that okay this story is it's so incredulous like you wouldn't believe it actually happened remember I told you that this spirit is actually there's a family there's a mother and there's a father and all that Ingat tak, this kakak dia pergi holiday dengan makcik. Okay? So, when they came back to Singapore, makcik dia pula menurun. The auntie got possessed. And when the auntie got possessed, 
Guess who else got possessed? This kakak lagi got possessed. So the ustaz who was in Singapore was doing that sex ex- this exorcism was asking like, engkau kata kau nak balik dekat, kau kata kau nak pulang balik dekat depan, uh, dekat dekat masjid tu, kenapa kau datang balik? You know, was asking this this lady because the maci was really possessed by the mother spirit, the spirit, the spirit of the mother. And then you know what the spirit said? Kalau mak kau keluar rumah kau tak ikut. And then she laughed <laughs> like that. So it means. If your mother go out of the house, you don't follow your mother. So now the spirit of the mother and the spirit of this, 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 this spirit called Chante is in two different bodies, which is my, which, which is the auntie and this kakak who was 16 years old then. Uh, to cut the story short, they've been trying to exercise them for many, many years, but this thing just wouldn't go away. So they were, they were, they were, they were, they were sitting and like, aku panggil ustaz, for example, aku panggil ustaz Hasbi eh, tanah, tanah, aku takut, aku takut, jangan, 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 or like, aku panggil uh, Pak Anda eh, oh, jangan, 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 jangan. Macam like, everyone, like, macam, like, they were like, macam, they've come to a point where they were, macam, torn this thing, you know? Um, and, this thing would only like react like to people like who are able to exercise so like they would just pick a random name so they, they were saying there's one time macam kakak aku tengah tengah sampuk aku tak aku just pick a random name for, for example Nizam aku panggil Nizam eh then she opened her eyes and she said Nizam siapa <laughs> so so yeah so anyway so this this kakak has been having this spirit inside her for the past 30 years and one of the things that actually was quite um, turbulent in her life was when she decided to go to Umrah. Okay, so she went to Umrah. Um, Nui nak kena buat niat dekat atas kapal terbang, right? So she said that when she was in the plane, the moment the plane masuk Saudi or whatever, like macam itu, she started sobbing again, sobbing, nangis, nangis, nangis. At, at this point of time, the younger brother was with her. So, isi ingat lagi, aku, kakak aku, suami dia dengan makcik aku, do, uh, makcik aku dua orang dengan their, their husband. So, it was like, maybe like eight of us, kita pergi umrah sama-sama lah, we went to umrah together. And she started crying, she started crying. So, so, like, this this younger brother is like, oh my god, shit. So, like, at this point of time, it's really been like, maybe a good 10-15 years that she has been having this episodes where she is, you know, possessed and all that, you know. So, they're like, okay, whatever. So, Yang jemaah uh, the, 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 the tour guide No, no, no Don't like, don't like the tour guide like, the, the, the guide The head guide Said Okay I'm going to give her A sleeping pill So that she's, she will be okay And then they, that's what they did lah So they brought her to the They, they brought her to the back of the uh, Plane They gave her a sleeping pill And then she slept all the way through Until the arrival And then one after, one after She said that When my sister was Doing like Walking through The airport At Saudi and all that her eyes were really red and were really red were really red and all that and she said that she was very quiet not being herself she was talking and smiling and all that but you can see that she's not herself the next day when they had to go to Medina they were in the bus and then she screamed bloody murder in the bus she said Astaghfirullahaladzim besarnya besarnya she said that so the rest of the family was like, "Ida, kenapa ini pula? I don't know." So she was, she was, she was shivering. She said, and then she kept on, she kept on pointing outside. Apparently, they said that 
in Saudi or in in in, in Mekah and all that or in Madinah like like that's where like the strongest ones are there if you know what I mean you know the source the direct source of evil you know um so this kakak said that when when they were entering Madinah she saw like a giant jinn lying down looking at her and that's why she screamed and she said besar astaghfirullahaladzim besarnya besar so we so so so, so the, the younger brother asked her like how big is big and she said like I don't know she said like it's as big as like a HGB block like a HGB block like macam 12 story you lie down on the floor that's how big the jinn is so she fainted okay tak apa okay tu 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 tak kisah balik hotel balik hotel adik dia pula Adik, adik dia pula cakap uh, I went to buy kemenyan Arab Because Okay Because at this point of time They're like Oh we, we were none the wiser lah We just thought that kemenyan Is just kemenyan You know it's just like For smelling smelling But apparently That's actually a proper way to do it You know And like macam kemenyan ni Sebenarnya asap yang memanggil orang You know And they said that I think I've shared it before Like If you If you If you burn incense Like 10,000 feet away You know they will come They can smell it And that's how they come So basically these things is not Halau It's to memanggil You know So dia tak tahu Kakak dia tengah mandi So dia Dia, dia pergi bawah Dia pergi beli lah Dia pergi beli um, uh, Kemenyan Arab So she, he was just Lighting it up In the In the in the Apa tu In the Hotel room And When she went out She just scream at the bar. She said What are you doing She said Tak ada aku tengah, tengah Cuma tengah bakar Inilah aku beli kat bawah Cakap Engkau put it off right now She said you, 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 you Take it away I mean like you just Fuse it right now And then, then the brother was like Why 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 She said They are all here now She said that They are all here now Then then the brother is like uh, Okay Fine Whatever Dah gitu tak apa So Apparently This thing again happened The second time when they, when they went to Umrah again But this another time Okay so okay So they went to um, They went to this place Um, I will not mention the name Because it's a very sensitive place So they went to this place And Because she has, She's not okay, You know how they say that Macam Bila kau Dah kena sampuk Badan kau dah kena tanda Like your 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 body is marked Or your body Or your body has got like um An opening of sorts Macam berlubang So these things Whenever they see people They know that you have been Marked before They will come to you And guess what This is what this one he told me, okay? A spirit or a jinn fell in love with her when she was in Medina. And the after she was already married, eh? When she went back home, she said that every single night she would dream, she would dream a man sitting at the side of a bed just touching her leg. Okay? Throughout this whole time, dia benci suami dia. Macam ni kalau gaduh dengan suami dia kan like, When she fight with the husband She can just go like scream and throw things And she said that there's been many times Where they just were on the brink of getting a divorce Because she said I hated my husband So she was she, she told the daughters And that's what the daughters told me like, she, like, And the daughters can see what I'm saying Because they, they grew up with, with the mother So like 
I could really like we could really see like our mother was like much I really hate our father and all that and then there were some days when she'll be okay and then said that like when she's okay like she'll be very loving to my father and then like there's some days when she would just like just cannot be in the same room with him you know and and and, and she always talk about divorce 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 so there was one time much I'm it was getting so bad so the husband decided to like much I'm you know what something is not right because I do not know why why are you doing doing this it's not mental illness you know it's just something is not right i think a husband hunch is like you know pergi berobat and that's when they find out that actually ada benda ni datang ah uh, macam fell in love with her and ikut dia balik singapore and it happened over a period of like a decade okay so a decade later uh, a decade later they went back to the same place when they went for another umrah to remove that guy or that the spirit of the jinn into that place so she so so, so like the 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 rata salah telling me like ah uh, mama memang gitu ah mama memang macam dia punya benda is very extreme macam like it's so extreme to the point where like she would like the, the like okay, there was one time they were sharing this this story there was one time kita nak pergi countdown tau we wanted to go to countdown mak aku tengah menurun Like how to go counter And we were all in the hotel room We're like Okay we want to go watch We want to go outside And see the fireworks And then my mother is like In in the in the, in the 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 hotel room Because I, because they said That the hotel room is haunted So that thing Macam Okay Now Remember I told you about This spirit called Chantik This spirit has been living In the mother for the longest time So every single time Bila macam Go to a place Or macam tengok cerita hantu ke Or be at a place Where there's something That's not right This thing would come out from the body and so called protect involuntarily macam menibuk ah so, so like the doctors are like ini benda menibuk macam kadang-kadang macam kadang-kadang kita macam pergi jalan-jalan macam tengah driving driving tiba-tiba nanti mama will just cry and they said that the 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 the, the sign that the mother macam benda tu dah masuk atau benda tu macam sort of terkeluar dalam badan dia is when the mother starts crying And there was one time They were so frustrated So the auntie was so frustrated The auntie was like Aku tak Aku tak puas hati Kau tunjuk muka kau sekarang And all that And I um, And Oh my god Okay So She was The auntie was facing the window And at that split second That auntie cakap Nampak muka Astaghfirullahaladzim Nampak muka perempuan Muka dia pecah Just perched At the Window And the auntie screamed And then that thing just vanished Because makcik dia cabar Nak tengok muka benda tu And benda tu really like Showed herself So I asked I asked um, My friend Who's the younger brother And I asked the, the daughters I said Is this happening even until today She said yeah Even until today Like macam So we, we we try not to use That C word in the house Because whenever we say The C word Like macam Not every time Something would happen But we, we Like she would just macam some, like, You will see like Something shift inside her uh, You know And So like she, They said that Over the years, we have we have learned not to go to new places that that's macam kita tak tahu macam rumah-rumah orang yang baru, you know. And kita macam we we stop going to chalets, we stop going beside the beach because pernah nak pergi tepi pantai, dia mengilai, you know, because that thing that cantik is like running, you know, running wildly, like yeah. So it's very sad because they said that their social life with the mother has to be managed, like you know. So I said. Do you think there's a possibility that it could be a mental illness and all that? I said, I mean, let's not rule that out. You know, maybe, maybe it's just maybe she is um, having showing signs of um, bipolar disorder or schizophrenia. You never know. You know, so I did tell the I did tell the daughters lah. You know, um, to just maybe perhaps seek 
medical treatment, you know, if there is any, or at least bring her to a psychiatrist just to figure out whether it is really that spirit or whether dear schizophrenic or whatever, you know, because they said that things have been very hard uh, because of the fact that we are unable to go anywhere lah. Yeah, macam, dia macam very sensitive lah. Dia tak boleh pergi tempat-tempat yang aneh-aneh lah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the story that I wanted to share with you. Um, and then next episode, I will share with you a story about two cousins who had dinner with me and they were telling me about respective houses in Tampines and Simei. So that's an episode that you shouldn't miss. Um, thank you so much for listening to Bahantu and good night, everyone. <laughs>